Hello and welcome to the first ever EST podcast and exchange. We're so glad that you're listening. I'm Abby Miller. I'm a sophomore. I'm a JCS major and I'm a reporter for EST. And here with me for the semester, for the season, we have Blake Ashley, a big name at the King's College, I think. (laughs) Not true. And uh, I'm Blake and I'm the president of the House of Lewis this year. We're here to talk about um, the happenings of Kings from a neutral standpoint, no pro, no against anything, but we're just here to chat. We're here to talk about what Kings is talking about, uh, stuff like that. So this podcast is part of EST, the Empire State Tribune, which is our student newspaper here at the Kings College. This year we are officially starting Broadwayland Exchange. Yeah. And we're going to try and get, um, I think... This episode and then maybe one other this semester and then a few in the spring. Just talking about current issues that the school is facing, trying to get good, accurate information and then informed discussion about it so that you can form your own opinions and help others do the same. Yeah. From the top, we're going to try and present like an unbiased look at, at the issue, in this case, um, the removal of basketball comp. But within it, we'll have our own opinions and interview people with opinions, but do our best to balance them out throughout the episode. And we'll have some jokes, some banter. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) This episode, we'll be talking about um, the removal of basketball comp and how this affects our student body, the house system, and kind of how it affects interregnum too. So, yeah. So, um, for the new students that don't know, basketball comp was a competition we had in the fall, usually, usually like November, October-ish. What we did was all the houses gathered together at Baruch College, I think was last year, a college gymnasium, and we all played basketball, and there was a bracket, and it was super fun, um, who won in the past couple years, I think? Yeah, it was Churchill last year. Yeah. Lewis got second. And then for the guys. Yeah, so there Lewis was guys, won. there's a guys bracket and a girls bracket. Yeah. So all the girls played the girls and the guys played in their own separate bracket. Lewis, I think, won four years in a row. Oh wow. Uh, maybe three. But this last year we were dethroned by Churchill in the final game. I'm not sure who won the girls. I think it might have been uh I Tenbu? think it's usually Barton. Yeah, Barton um, or SBA usually. Yeah. I feel like that's the stereotype. I don't but remember who won last year. I feel though. like it was Ten Boom or QE1, like an underdog team. Yeah. Um, I played last year. <laughs> <laughs> it did not go well for Thatcher. <laughs> I'm sorry, Thatcher. Did no. you play? I did not. I was the uh, coach in image only. I wore oh, a suit yeah. and yeah, I broke some that. clipboards. Yeah. So this summer, we find out, and I don't remember exactly how we found out or who it came from that there wasn't going to be basketball comp anymore. And that interregnum got switched. Was in the fall. Yeah, halfway in the fall. So, and then it kind of turned into a he said, she said about who made the decision. Did interregnum do it? Did uh, student development do it? What the heck? Um, yeah, there was no explanation. Yeah, it spread like wildfire. Yeah, so there were a lot of rumors that probably everybody has thought about one or multiple um, is it budgets? You know, like the boys basketball team, they haven't even started practicing yet because Kings doesn't even want to start running out the gym. Yeah. So that could be totally it. Is it focus on intellectual competitions, balancing out an regnum, and it could be more beneficial to administration and intellectual competitions in general are more about what Kings is about. 
you know? Yeah, that's the one I definitely heard the most. Yeah, I think, like, if you want to call a general King student, they're not usually, you know, inept in basketball or any sports. Yeah. You know, we're not a D1 school, we're not even a D3 school. And I think also the demographic that basketball comp appeals to the most doesn't always find like themselves useful to their houses in an regnum and things like that. So whenever they had this canceled, they felt personally attacked. And that sprung into the rumor that Kings only cares about like intellectual academic people. Yeah. That, and we, we all know who those people are, but not everybody's like that. We talked to um, Jonathan Schaefer, who was... Second in command or first? No, I think he's the boss. He's the boss, yeah. So he was the one that um, got rid of it. He's putting all the rumors to rest. Here's what he says. I guess I'd start by saying it was a very tough decision, not something we arrived at lightly. Um, The real impetus for it was that last year Interregnum started their film competition. Um, And it was either, the film competition was either the weekend before or right before or right after basketball comp. I don't remember which. Um, but seeing those two back to back, it just took a toll on students having two required competitions. Um, and so with the expanded interregnum in the fall this year, we just decided um, we needed to, to give the students a break. We talked about moving it to the spring, um, but we felt we had a really solid lineup of competitions in the spring already. Um, and didn't want to disrupt any more things than we were already disrupting. And we knew uh, it wasn't an easy decision. We knew that uh, not every student would be on board with it. And it, it's, it's really hard in a lot of ways because there are so many students who connect with the house system specifically through basketball comp. I, I could name several off the top of my head who got involved in their house only after experiencing basketball comp. And so that was a really tough decision. But overall, we really value students being able to rest um, and not be overloaded with all of the things that they have to do here at King's. Uh, And so we decided uh, to cut it for this year and see what comes next year. Yeah, so basically, he said a few things that I think we should talk about. Mm -hmm. Is uh, The first is that it was a really hard decision. Yeah. Yeah, they... I think it's definitely true and he made it clear that they weren't on a whim like just cutting off half of the student body so they had a decision to either move it to spring or cancel it and in the end they decided to go with the option that led to less things Mm -hmm. less things for exec teams to plan less you know weekends that people are stuck doing things (laughs) you know and i think most people would agree that's a, a good impulse yeah it's just what is the object of that and that mm-hmm. was kind of the, the discussion they had to have amongst themselves yeah so what do the students think about it what do you guys think about it um we got to talk to some people about what they t- think about it um some are in leadership positions so they had to be more wise with their words <laughs> yeah <laughs> i understand that the school has certain restrictions placed upon it However, I think that getting rid of one of the competitions that allows people with different talents to showcase those talents 
is a mistake and that they should be striving to have competitions that allow houses to go head to head to create house unity through competition and also allow people who are not the standard stereotypical king student to showcase their talents as well some just played some uh thought it was amazing i feel like basketball comp is the only competition that you can win based on your own merits without somebody judging you so like i feel like to get away like to do away with that one wasn't like the best idea not everybody likes academics and it was like the only sporty type of event and some were really happy it was gone um i'm very happy the basketball comp was canceled because it's my least favorite house event making people play basketball when a physically aggressive sport is not fun i think that uh it's mainly a waste of time <laughs> i mean it's fun it's a lot of i think some people really like it some people don't but it i mean it was fun I'm not really into sports, yeah. and I think that it is kind of weird to place it beside like more academic competitions. Annie said that she thought it was too violent. She um, she said those SBA girls and Vernon girls were mean, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't disagree with. That King students also are not physically inept for you know yeah. competitions like that. People get bruised up. I got bruised up. Yeah, and it's it's definitely physical, especially if you're not used to playing basketball or playing sports to go once a year into a full contact sport. Yeah. Um, and it's not like just kind of like a pickup game in the park necessarily. You're not, in some cases, the houses are responsible or deducted points if they don't have enough people there. Right. So there is some type of official pressure to play, and it can get rough yeah. at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then... Uh, Hank said that, you know, that King's is first and foremost um, an academic institution. And even though it appeals, basketball comp appeals to people, and that's not bad necessarily, we have a responsibility to academics and to, especially in this case, interregnum now moving to the fall, and that that should take a deference. Uh, I talked to admissions last year for an article about try and define what the mold of a King student is, not really necessarily making all of us one person or one kind of person, because we are all individuals and, you know, we have all our special things, but, you know, to get retention up and everything, yeah. we need to see what students like and what the King's College is about and what we value. Yeah, totally. And I work in admissions too right now. And I mean, just the honest truth is most kids who play basketball like first and foremost in high school their sport like into sports and things like that are not the best the most likely to do well at kings and stay at kings just right. because they're interested in something else that another college can provide and i feel that's like not just the king's college i feel like that's every college yeah you know and i think it's true too that we are more academically and intellectually inclined as a community like we do hold ourselves to, I think, a higher standard than most colleges. Like, our classes are harder. We work harder. Um, and the Interregnum is a different beast, one that we've bought into as a community, and that's the direction we want to go, or always have gone, but at what cost. Right. And, um, and also, I think it'd be too simplistic to break everyone up into two different categories, like sports or likes yeah. academics, because... I know I have a ton of guys in my house that 
you know, are here getting a degree. They like studying and things like that. They're not necessarily 100% um, writing the academic writing for Interregnum every year. But they love basketball. Yeah. You know, my roommates freshman year played basketball in the park all day, every single Saturday. Um, it's just a part of life for a lot of people. And if this college is going to be a home for these people, the question is, do we should we help them with that area? Yeah. And then, you know, we have students like Shay. So she said that basketball competition was the only thing, the only competition that Kings had that was based on no judgment. It was just either you won or you lost. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point, too. We spend a lot of time standing in front of judges, giving yeah. speeches and things. And also, I think she brought up a good point that that was the only official sporting competition that we had. It's not like there were two categories that were about even and they took a little bit out of one. That was the only competition that had points towards the house competitions. Yeah. And so I guess that could go on to our next question. Like, um, how does that affect the house system? Yeah. At least in the house of Lewis, I know for a fact there are guys who will not be as bought into the house. Their first entry point really into the house, they didn't knew, know that they belonged until they were on a basketball team with their guys sweating and running up and down. And in the case of Lewis, almost every single year winning a championship together. That's a big deal for camaraderie and brotherhood um you get that a little bit with the academic competitions but there's just kind of something about sports especially for people that love sports grew up with sports that brings them together you know that is something that a majority of students do grow up with i mean absolutely i mean i won't speak for everybody but i'm not physically I didn't play sports in high school. I did march marching band in high school. But I always grew up watching March Madness. Yeah. Even though we are an intellectually focused school, you know, something that is, like, gone for us now is watching sports. I mean, let's face it. Nobody goes to the Kings basketball games. I wish I could go to more because that is something I love to do is watch sports. But all of them are pretty far away. And it seems like Kings is getting rid of, you know, the general sports too. Yeah. They canceled yeah. cross, cross country this year. Yeah, and I think we had a good balance too of like not taking it super seriously. Like it wasn't our lifeblood. But at the same time, it was the, the way a lot of people bought in. And now I, I feel student development was put in a sticky situation because Interregnum was going to be split into the fall. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing the random committee could do about that. And there was nothing student development can do with that. Student development had to look at that information and decide, do we either want to have these exec teams and these students go back to back with events or move it to the spring that's already packed? And they did what they thought was best and cancel it. And I see, I see the logic behind that. They yeah. don't want to overburden us. They don't want to overload us. We would critique them if they had added just another event too. So yeah. I get the complexity. Basketball comp is almost in a different category for mm -hmm. so many people. I feel like um, you know, a conversation about rearranging a couple things in the spring or moving it back or forward or something might have been helpful. Like even moving basketball comp to March. Yeah. We don't really have any competition, like big, big competitions until Interregnum in the spring. Yeah. Um, so March Madness would have been fun. Yeah, that would have been fun. This goes into a bigger theme too, but I wish the school had communicated 
a little bit differently and a little more thoroughly. Just get ahead of the story. One, I think they should have involved us in the conversation. Um, yeah. I'm not saying we should take a vote through the student body or something, but talk to the student body president. Talk to the you know yeah. student leaders, the council, things like that, people that know the student body, and see what we want, you know, what we think is best. You don't have to take it as law, but just take it into nobody asked. Over the summer, I think you could have just nipped these rumors in the bud by sending out a one-page email from student development and saying, look, guys, here's what happened. Here's the facts. Here's what we were faced with. This is the decision we made instead of these alternatives. Here's why. That's what I think about it. I get, I get why and I get how, but I haven't always gotten it because I didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think um, having a conversation about it is going to help a lot of people that are against getting rid of it at ease, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, it's not all bad for the basketball fans mm-hmm. in our community because there's a couple student-led initiatives that should be able to, to cure that itch for people. Uh, Dan Fuenzalita and Chris Davis starting a 3v3 tournament. And then, of course, we have Powderpuff. Um, and then we're really trying to get the political problem off the ground. So there are pros and cons to not being like an official competition because you get people who really want to do it and it's a little lower pressure. Um, I think it's great. I definitely feel like the guys have been kind of left out in the past because mm. we've been left to throw our own kind of like the political problem. Um, and it never really works out at least in the time I've been here. So this year, I know the council, and in this case, the House of Lewis, is really interested in throwing like an official geopolitical problem, hopefully to a similar scale of powder puff. Yeah. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. And then, of course, the 3v3 tournament. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the student body and the council is, uh, as far as I know, really trying to compensate a little bit and provide alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for uh, listening into the first episode of Broadway Super Exchange. Exciting. Uh, we hope this conversation eased some drama. Um, <laughs> Don't blame Schaefer for everything. Yeah, Schaefer's awesome. <laughs> um, we hope that the format was good. We had a neutral conversation about it. Um, and so if you have a good topic of broad conversation about what Kings is talking about, feel free to email Empire State Tribune or go on our website or even reach out to Blake or I. Um, my email is abigail.miller at tkc.edu. Yeah, and blake.ashley at tkc.edu. Yeah, thanks for listening. and uh, We'll see you next time. <laughs>